So you're going in for orthopedic surgery. What questions should you be asking? Here to tell us is Dr. George Guild, Assistant Professor of Orthopedic Surgery at Emory University. Another in the podcast series, Advancing Your Health with Emory Healthcare. Here's Bill Klaproth. Dr. Guild, thank you for your time. So asking questions before any orthopedic surgery has immense value to the patient. And I imagine the surgeon as well, as it helps to have a well-informed patient. Is that right, Dr. Guild? Yes, Bill, that's exactly right. There's good evidence that shows educated patients, when they understand the nuances of the surgery, really have better outcomes afterwards, particularly with decreased pain and even increased function. And I think even with that conversation, you can really build a trusting uh, doctor-patient relationship. So all around can be beneficial. I agree with that. So asking questions then, a very good thing. So let's kind of go through this and the process of surgery. So how about questions pre-surgery? What should people be asking you? You know, there's a lot of things that people want to know from how to prepare for surgery, what sort of even clothes they might want to wear to the hospital, what to do on the day of surgery with regard to medications what to expect right after surgery with regard to pain level. Well, if it's a lower extremity surgery like a joint replacement, will they be able to put all their weight on their leg immediately? Will they need a walker or physical therapy? These are all pretty reasonable pre-surgical questions. Um, And it's also reasonable to ask your surgeon, do they do this type of surgery with frequency? Is this something that they do all the time? And I think those sort of questions are valuable as well. Yeah, that's really important. So evaluating the surgeon as well and having that information. So let's talk about the procedure itself. There's a lot of moving parts in that. What should they be asking you about the procedure? Yeah, sure. So standard questions I think beneficial for all parties would be, what's the length of surgery going to be? Is it going to be an hour or do you expect you know, five to six hours if it's a particularly complex problem. What type of anesthesia will be utilized? It could be general anesthesia, but nowadays we do a lot of cases under local or spinal anesthesia, which can be safer. Um, And then uh, I think understanding uh, some of the elements of the procedure, particularly hip and knee replacement, which is what I do the most of, I think when patients understand what we're doing then things like what their activity limitations may be after surgery, they kind of understand why we're saying the things that we're saying. So I think those are very valuable tidbits to glean from your surgeon. So you just mentioned after surgery. Let's talk about that. What type of questions about recovery are good questions to ask? Most people, when they have anxiety before surgery, particularly elective surgery, They are concerned about how much pain they're going to have afterwards, and they're also concerned about are they going to be able to take care of themselves or if they're really going to be relying on friends and family members and things like that. And some surgeries, despite very contemporary pain management strategies, still require narcotic medications afterwards, and you want to get an idea of what you should expect about your pain level. For someone who's having no idea of what their pain level uh, expectation is ahead of time, they may have more pain than they expected before, and I think you want to avoid that. 
And then the other part, as I mentioned, is are they going to be, as a patient, walking immediately? Are they going to be walking 150 feet the same day? That's usually true for what we do. Um, But if you live upstairs, for instance, if you're going to be discharged the same day or the next day, um, are you going to be able to do stairs every day? Should you maybe be living on just your first floor for a week, for instance? Are you going to be able to get food? Do you need to have meals prepared? Those are the kind of social questions you want to have answered uh, before the surgery. That's really good information and really important to ask those questions, especially post-surgery, because you may not be able to take care of yourself. So great to ask those questions. You were mentioning pain level there as well. Let's talk about medications prior to or after the surgery. What kind of questions should someone be asking? The two most common we usually get are blood pressure medications and then what type of pain medications may be given afterwards. Usually, uh, blood pressure medications, there are some you would not take the morning of surgery. Sometimes the anesthesia may keep your blood pressure low as is, and so you wouldn't want to double dip, so to speak. So, And there's some blood pressure uh, medications that we continue the day of surgery. And so that's something, you know, many people take blood pressure medication. You want to have that ironed out ahead of time. And then after surgery for pain medication, we live in this era of an opioid e- epidemic. And there's been a lot of interest from the government on what we can prescribe, how much we can prescribe. And so... I think just knowing uh, some of those uh, limitations or narcotics in this day and age is also very helpful. Very, very helpful. And what about risks and complications? What should people be asking you about those? Well, every procedure has certain complications that are often specific to the procedure. For an example, a hip replacement has potential low risk for infection. I'm pleased to tell you that our infection rate is 0.28%, which is the lowest in the country. We're very proud of that as an organization and a hospital. But knowing about that potential is very important. And your surgeon should be able to know what his or her infection rate and give you an idea. It's not the same for every surgeon and facility. Um, Other complications, like for a hip replacement once again, Could your hip come out of socket? There is a one in a thousand chance that can happen. Once again, these are very low-risk items, but it's the sort of thing you want to know about ahead of time so that if anything were to happen afterwards, your surgeon isn't saying, oh, by the way, I should have told you this could have happened ahead of time. So uh, other things, you know, particularly if you're having surgery on your leg, there's a five out of 10,000 chance of blood clot. and that's true for hip and knee replacement, for uh, for instance. And you may need to take an aspirin as a blood thinner. So the, the most important thing, whatever orthopedic surgery you're having, you want to just be aware of the specific complications that are possible. Fortunately, most of them are quite low. But once again, uh, just having that knowledge ahead of time is, is very helpful. These are very important questions. So how about follow-up visits and even long-term prognosis? Yeah, and this is a little bit of debate on how closely you should follow patients because we see it both ways. Uh, Fortunately, the vast majority of our patients do excellent, 
95 to 99% are having good to excellent outcomes for what we typically do. And if you have too many follow-up visits, um, you know, sometimes people feel like, hey, I'm doing so well, why do you keep, you know, wanting to see me? Occasionally we get that. That's a good problem to have. Um, But typically, you know, for what I generally do, I see everyone after surgery at three weeks and then three months and then one year. And if anybody's having an issue in between, of course, it would be uh, more frequent follow-up. And the other question comes out, we have a lot of travelers here uh, as a tertiary referral center where people will come to us from out of state or travel a long way, and that can be even tougher with follow-up. And um, there are a couple of ways to manage that. Uh, Phone calls can be helpful. Pictures on the phone can be helpful. A local orthopedist might help you out. So if you are traveling from out of town, um, it's nice to be able to have uh, some communication between us and their local doctor. Right. And uh, I know you do get a lot of questions, but I'm wondering, do you ever say, you know, gosh, everybody always asks me these questions, but what they should be asking me is this. Uh, What would that question be if you could say to somebody, you know, what you should be asking me is this. What would that question be? Oh, it comes up a lot, of course, uh, because there's so much information on the Internet. Some is reasonable inf- information from reputable sites. Some is uh, potentially Susie Q, who had a one-off. And there's all sort of information that uh, patients who may or may not be particularly familiar with the procedure are trying to sift through. So I think for people who get particularly bogged down in... Um, what type of implant might be being used? Um, are they going to have an allergy to metal, uh, which can exist but is more rare? I would say if the patient is getting uh, concentrated on very rare set of circumstances, then that's probably not particularly useful. The most important thing is, from a patient standpoint, is what can I do to get the best outcome from my surgery? And it's usually improve your general state of health. If you're a smoker, you got to quit smoking. If you're a little overweight, maybe lose a little bit of weight. Um, if you're, you know, need to beef up on muscle tone, maybe physical therapy ahead of time, maybe pre-rehabilitation. These are all things that the patient has uh, a certain amount of control over. So kind of becoming the best version of yourself leading up to the surgery, this is the most important thing that somebody can do. Well, being an informed patient is very valuable, and you've given us some great insight into the questions that should be asked. Dr. Guild, thank you so much for your time today. For more information, please visit emoryhealthcare.org slash ortho. That's emoryhealthcare.org slash ortho. You're listening to Advancing Your Health with Emory Healthcare. I'm Bill Klaproth. Thanks for listening.